All right, it's the Ski Mask Collective Podcast, SMC, as some like to call it on the Twitter. We can't run out of guests on here. I know you guys have been keeping up with the drama from over the weekend. Now, look at this, people. I have a special treat for you. Yeah, you thought my show was going to die down with Brian and Chad. Those people are nobodies. Even Chad proved it to himself when he came on my show. Chad, I looked into it a little bit more. I could see that you were trying to sabotage the show. But guess what? A legend in the making, making, he's been a legend for years, Mr. Bob Levy's with us. Now, I learned about you a long time ago when I first started listening to podcasts. And uh, I know that when I'm when I have a few hours to spare and I haven't caught up on the episodes and I see your names on an episode and MLC and Anthony Cumia, uh, Artie Lang when he had his podcast. Those are some of the ones I first click on because you're like one of the classic guys who were able to act crazy on stage and get away with it and who can continue to be funny. I know this because you're Levy Land Live on Periscope, right? It takes a true comic, and a lot of people won't admit this, it takes a true comic who can sit there and just talk into a microphone for an hour and a half with no guest. I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy's classic. But that's what it is. You have to have fun. I see. I love the way you bring the heat right away. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Chad and that. I mean, I love that. You know, that's what you, you know, if somebody tries to fuck with you, you got to go right back at them. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah. And I love it. And you, you have to do it immediately. That's why my slogan uh, for the show, we came up with it when we first released this thing. It's constant, constant content, constantly being released. If news breaks, I'm sorry. We're pulling out the mics. I don't care if it's three in the morning. The show's going off, you know? Fuck it. We got nothing to do anyway. We're stuck. I'm stuck in the fucking house. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy to be in another room of the house right now. <laughs> I mean, that, that makes me fucking excited. I mean, if the only way I'm going to get any meat in this fucking house, if I go shopping fucking eight o'clock in the morning and that ain't going to happen. So I'm going to break in late at night. I might use your fucking ski mask and go in there. Bob, I got a black one for you. I'll send you in the mail. You can video yourself going into the meat market and getting a few racks of ribs for us and we'll have a live cooking show. How's that sound? All right, sounds good. I got my fucking Bob's Kitchen up, so we, we started yeah. that. So, fuck, I know how to cook. Well, you know, like, kind of. My wife tells me, but I fucking do it, goddammit. It'll be the greatest collaboration. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be fun, man. Man, I love your Twitter reactions uh, when, you, when you see some funny shit and, and you retweet it and you're just like, ha. And, and that's just yeah. like coming from a comic, like you're just like, oh, my God, it's short. But he wants to let you know that this is funny. You know, you don't have like a lot to say about it. It makes me click on that stuff immediately. Well, that's the way I do it, man. Every, you know, when I respond to somebody, if I respond ha, that means I like it. If yeah. I do ha ha, it's really funny. If I go bah ha, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, and I try to fucking, you know, to respond to everybody because at least with just saying, you know, like or something, because I don't want to feel like I'm a douchebag not responding to people. So I don't want to be that dick. Right, right. Like, uh, I, I know some, some bigger name comics who, who would like to say, oh, I, I'm not going to do that show because, because of the views. Or uh, they'll go on a show and, and they won't be funny. They won't be themselves. You know, they'll get asked about a classic story. For instance, Blue Cheese, you saw the promo. I mean, that's the classic story I have to go to if I'm going to promote that you're being on the show because it's the one that sticks to people, right? Yeah. I mean, it was fucking, it's the, it's the grossest thing to put in an asshole. You know what I mean? It's like I, I, I ruin a perfectly a perfect asshole by putting blue cheese in it and making it taste funky. It's fucked up. It, it's so amazing to me because uh, I, I was explaining that to, to a, a girlfriend of mine recently when I told her that you were possibly going to be on the show. And she said, what? 
Like, like she, yeah. she never heard of anything so grotesque. I said, yeah, this was back when, when legends could get away with dangerous comedy before people who weren't funny got in the way and tried to make dangerous comedy just about being dirty and they weren't able to be funny about it and ruined it for everybody. And so oh, yeah, you'll, you'll you know, see a lot of that out there, man. You, you know, it's like fucking man, people go, other oh, people don't like it dirty or whatever. Uh, and edgy or whatever you want to call it but they do want it like that it's like you have to do it right if you, you don't do it, do it right, right it's fucking horseshit well that's what ruined it for everybody is everybody started going for that bad boy image i mean that really you know guys in your era created you know you, you, yourself uh dice clay uh to just to name a few i mean look these guys are you guys shared the stage and were able to to you know sell out crowds be hilarious back before the internet be on the radio you know you ran it and then once the, the market just got overloaded and way too many people got involved and that's how it kind of just went sour. It's everybody's fucking doing it, man. It's like, that's why when you go to a strip club and you see those fat chicks, you're like, holy shit, they're, they're overrun here. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, sometimes it's... you got to say, listen, Tubby, you're not going on the stage. You're not going <laughs> to bend the bar, you fat fuck. Right. They'll try to give you the private show and they act offended when you say no. It's like, listen, I mean, I'm here for one reason. I'm here for what I like. And it ain't you, Tubby. OK, I didn't bring a harpoon with me. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's like, look, I'll tip you, but I ain't going to feed you, you fat fuck. I don't <laughs> got that kind of money. Uh, I love it. All right. As you know, I'm sure you watched a few of the episodes uh, beforehand. Yeah. You know that we do a lot of the Misery Loves Company podcast news and uh whatever's going on with that because let's face the facts it's just a drama club and everybody oh, yeah. loves it i mean it's more drama from that show than it is on real more on reality tv you know well, that's what it is he should have a reality show because i've never seen somebody so honest as him i right. mean i don't think the guy could ever lie to you because he would say exactly what he thought of you and, and I, when I was thinking about it, like a few things to say on my first uh, MLC News episode I did, I, that's what came to my mind. I was like, you know, Kevin really hasn't ever lied. Like when he got in a fight with a comic, Jimmy Martinez, he was just stating facts and the guy yeah. couldn't handle it. So he, he freaked out and stormed out of the studio. You know? No, I mean, that's radio. how he is. That, that's why his show is one of my favorite to do because it's just – it's like you you can you can get him riled up real you just say something and he just goes you know what i mean but yeah. he's never gonna think you never see him thinking about what he's gonna say and that's what makes it totally amazing and that's what makes it one of the best shows out there i think yeah no it really it really is i mean that show captivated me uh when i first started listening to podcasts and 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 i learned about him from Artie show as i did you and uh, some of the i mean you guys have been people i followed for, for many years and looked up to that's why it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, and I appreciate you doing the Ski Mask Collective program. Uh, it's been getting a lot of hits on the Twitter. I know that, uh, you know, Chad had mm -hmm. called, called me out earlier. You had seen that somebody had posted the statistics of how my show was getting a, a tenth of the view, or his show was getting a tenth of the views of mine, and I have a tenth of the following that he has. So something well, doesn't add up, you know what I mean? Like, uh, is, is somebody buying Twitter followers? I mean, that's the theory that's floating around out there. It's like, hey, you have this many followers and you got a packed show. So how are you not getting as, as many views as me? You know, kind of thing. Well, usually if somebody buys them, they have a lot of them. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. you don't, I don't know how many he has, but like some people just don't listen to podcasts. You know what I mean? That's true. Some people, yeah. You know, it's political who follows you. You know, I'm sure I don't have a lot of Democrats following me. No, definitely not. I've ruined that image on my personal account a long time ago. 
Yeah, it's like, don't follow me if you don't like what I'm saying. I said it yesterday, you know what I mean? They, they throw little pussy fits. And it's like, fucking calm the fuck down. If you, you know, you don't see me running around to people that I don't believe in what they're saying. Right. You know, it's like, fuck it. I just go on my thing. I see what's going on. And if I like something that somebody posts, I jump in. That's it. But I usually stay on mine. So I, I love how you blatantly have it in your Twitter bio. Like, yeah, Trump, you know. And, mm -hmm. and I guess from, uh, from, from being such a known comic and you've already made such an impact on the industry, does that ever get you in trouble, like at, at comedy clubs? Because you know how those guys are so uptight. You know, like, no, you oh, know what? You know, like, oh. But, I mean, it would be hard not to book you at a comedy club. Yeah, no, most of the club, like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll say, you know, like, if somebody's looking at me or something, they'll, like, don't post, you know, my manager will say, don't post too much about Trump, you know, because I know he doesn't like him. And right. I'm like, whatever. It's like, it, look, I get judged by what I do and how I am as a person. I'm pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I go there to kill. I don't go there to fucking, you know, to try and outdo the audience. You know what I mean? It's right. just to kill every time. You want to have a good percentage, man. And fucking, if I can do it every time, I'm fucking pretty happy, you know? And hey, it, it takes a damn good comic to walk into a room and, 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 and make the people forget about their personal feelings or their personal beliefs, you know? And, I, and I've seen that with you in the past. In, in, in every, you know, appearances that you've made, Stern Show, and just for a long time, man, it's great. Yeah, there's people like, you know what I mean? They're, you know, a lot of people's life sucks. Some of our lives suck a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's like just the way it is. It's like, you know, we're in the same fucking ball game. You know what I mean? It's like fucking, hey, you're on the field. Let's go, man. Hey, I'm fucking pitching now. Here we go. <laughs> and that's how I look at it. Yeah. It's like fucking, look, nobody's fucking life is totally perfect. And when you can go up there and just fucking do what you want and have fun and just, and just, you just bring the crowd to you, and then once you have them, fuck, you can do anything, man. I can fucking stick my arm up with some guy's fucking wife's ass, and right. they'll be like, wow, that was great. They're because not... you, you own them. <laughs> then the guy would be like, oh, I want some blue cheese, too. Be like, no, yeah. it shows I up. don't do that shit. No <laughs> you know? Uh, I told him I was going to take a few calls, if that's all right. Then uh, we'll yeah, yeah. get back into it. Let's see who I have here. I have some people that want to comment on uh, some of the things that have been going on lately. Let's see yeah. if this works real quick here. Let's see. Uh, mute. Hello? Probably just has a phone set down. I'm not even doing it right. Yeah, probably jerking off right now. Yeah, he's beating off to the audio of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. Where's Florentine? Like, what? <laughs> 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 oh boy i don't even know if it's you know what i'm just gonna keep him here and yeah, uh you know maybe, yeah maybe he'll eventually pipe in if, once he knows he's on hope it doesn't yeah. mess up the timing of the podcast ah fuck him then we'll fucking yeah. get rid of him well he did text <laughs> he texted me earlier said he had a lot to say so i was kind of excited about it but hey we'll just continue rolling with the show that's fine Hey, we don't need anybody. Goddamn, we got a big city behind you, an empty city, as you can right. see. Right. It's okay. actually, uh, yeah, I thought it'd be funny to go to Kevin's uh, Instagram page and take one mm -hmm. of his photos to use as my backdrop. And so this oh, is shit. That's the, yeah. Oh, I know which one this is. The city's right yeah, behind the, you. The, the yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't set it up right today. I didn't have a lot of time. But uh, yeah, it's the one that he always posts. I was like, I'm going to use that as my backdrop when I'm talking about MLC. And then the whole show turned to uh, talking about MLC. So it's just, I guess, my new backdrop. No, it's fucking cool. I mean, it's like, you know what I mean? I love his, uh, when he goes on Facebook, you know what I mean? Live. 
It's I didn't so even funny. know that existed. I've been a fan of his for years. Mm-hmm. Somebody just turned me on to that like earlier this week because he never, I guess he never promotes the Facebook Live. I was like, he's no, not. he just goes on and fucking live and you see it pop up on your thing if you're on the phone and that shit. And it's basically him, him and his kid on an empty train. The shit's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. He's just like, no, he's just no, so no. fucking angry. He's got that fucking look on his face like he just wants to kill people. Well, no, all the time. And then he puts the hood on, you know, he's got that little lip quiver like he does when he's about to tell a great joke. It's perfect. <laughs> lip quiver. He does. Like, you know, like when he's on stage, he's about to say something like that's so ridiculous. Like, it's like a little smirk, you know. I've always loved that. I'm just like, oh, here. oh okay. I'm like, I'm like, here it fucking comes. Like, here it is, you know. Oh, <laughs> love that, man. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I guess you said, you know, because I know you with the car wreck and everything, you, you weren't able mm. to work for a while. Uh, yeah with this whole corona thing going on is that giving you like a lot of time to like focus on on where you're going to come back to are you you ready to work again you know you know i'm ready to work again but the whole thing is is i don't see it coming anytime soon in jersey you know what i mean and uh and and it's just like it's really it it, it's just going to keep getting worse like we might be doing a show not this saturday but the next saturday atlantic city we're going to do a show like on the back of a truck or something like that oh, with, people, with people in their, in their, uh, what is it called? Uh, in their cars where they can hook up to their cars, the station that we're on. So I don't right. know if that's going to work. Or yeah. Not. Well, I, I actually, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a little tour this summer. I think just uh, give out stickers and get people to the, the program, but I have an outlet in the back of my truck and the way I have uh, part of my podcast gear set up through like mm-hmm. all the cabling and bullshit you have to try to figure out, uh, I could just plug in a phone charger and then the, the mm-hmm. podcast is up. So I think we're going to like post up at some beaches and try to get some drunks on the show. Cause you know, when, when drunks are like, Oh my God, I was on a radio program. You're going to want to go home <laughs> and look it up and like show the whole family. Be like, wow, this is pretty wild. So who knows if it'll track fans, who knows if we'll make it back. <laughs> now when you go out, look, look, man, it's the only thing now it's like they open one beach in Jersey, one beach. You got all these beaches, fucking open them all up. So you have less people, but they're not thinking they're always like when, when the curve goes down, we're going to fucking open yeah. up shit. And the curve goes down, and it, it equals out, and then they don't open. They open one fucking beat. So we're not doing anything for a long time, and I know it. Oh, yeah, it's going to get ridiculous. Hey, OVO, are you on the line? OVO, can you hear me? OVO. OVO, don't ruin my show. Jeez. Psh, said all I have to do is unmute myself. Figure it out. Hey, yeah, man. they uh they opened up Galveston Beach down here, and I was like, all right, you know, I, I might go do some fishing on the east portion because a lot of people don't go down that way because there's a lot of rocks yeah. and shit. Packed, full. Yeah, I'm glad, I mean, I'm look, glad the internet exists for that reason. I wouldn't have known until I got there. I'm like, fuck, I'm turning exactly. around. Exactly, and you gotta like, we have to wear masks everywhere we go, oh. and that's it's fucking ridiculous. I mean, you're used to it. Look at you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a great mask. You know, it gets a lot of love. It is. I mean, I'm going to fucking wear the black one in the store. And yeah. I mean, dude, you can get whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, this is the one I use in like the field videos when I show like how to properly rob convenience stores. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, I, the guy goes out to take out the trash. I come in, take a few bucks. It's great. I get new audio equipment. Hey, fuck it, man. Yeah. I went into the, I went into the fucking Wawa one night and, uh, and I get my stuff and I put it on the counter. He goes, I can't serve you. And I'm like, why? And he, and he goes, because you don't have a mask on. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, points to the sign. 
Oh and he my goes, God. He goes, you got anything in your car you can put around your, your nose and face? Yeah. I go, what do you think? I'm a fucking rapist? Right. And he, he gave me a fucking like paper towel and I just go outside and tie it around your head. You're, you're already at the fucking counter. Why go exactly. out now? You know, yeah, you like didn't know walking in. It's like, I mean, if I saw you walking to my convenience store without the mask, setting down your items, you're not the type of guy who I would think, oh, he's just not wearing a mask because he doesn't want to. You probably just didn't know. Get his items yeah, and yeah. tell him, hey, next time wear the mask, right? Why make a big deal about it? I'd be pissed. Yeah, they had the fucking plastic up. They have a hole in the plastic so the virus can go through it, but it doesn't know better. So it yeah, just right. bounces off it all. The fucking plastic for some reason. I, I don't know what's going on. All yeah, I, I know is I'm never leaving this fucking house, it seems. <laughs> and I can't go out because I can't, I don't like something covering my face. I can't breathe. No, like, that's annoying. It's itchy. And, and you can't fucking, smoke your cigs. No, I know. I, I, look, I, I wish AIDS would come back. Right. Because, it's, it was a lot better. It was. It was like, yeah, we didn't have to stay home. You know what I mean? All you it's had to just, do is stay away from a needle and a bad dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna let him get it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, let's see. Oh, do we got another caller here? Yeah. More participants. Who's this guy? Oh shit. Uh, admit. Let's see if we can get this guy. This, this guy's phone work. Hey, caller, are you there? Do you have something you'd like to say? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hey, you're calling there the Ski Mask Collective program. What's going on? Oh. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, Ski Mask. Um, I just wanted to call in and give my own personal opinion on Chad. Well, hold on. Before, before, you do on. That, before you do that, you do know we have uh, a Mr. Bob Levy here in, in the chat room with us, just so you know, he is listening. What's up, brother? Oh, nice. What's going what's on? Up? What's going How on, Bob? So what's going uh, on? I'm doing good what's, today. What's up with Chad? What happened? Man, I just think he's honestly a bullshitter, man. Uh, you know... I, I listen to his show here and there, and he always wants to bring up about how he was some Mr. Big Shot in Cleveland. He made 100000 or more a year. Right. But he, does, he doesn't bring up the fact that he got dumped because he got busted for a DWI. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I, th that's, why, that's why they took him off the show, and he got acquitted for it, apparently. It's but he got busted for a DWI, and he never brings that up after talking about how much he, – he, he tries to put it to the point that – he left the show because of what they were talking about, this, that, and the other. But he clearly just got canned because he wants to be a dumbass and get behind the wheel after having a shit ton of drinks. Oh, wow. So, so do you think that he should mention something like that before telling Kevin Brennan that he could, you know, back in the day, get Shaquille O'Neal on Misery Loves Company? Uh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> he, he, needs to bring, he needs to bring that up and have another side of the story, you know. Right. He's such a bullshitter. He wasn't. He wants to go on and try to say that Jessica Simpson invited him to some party that he because he bumped into her at Whole Foods. Oh, so no, she, that, yeah. that didn't happen. Uh, well, first of all, I don't think Chad seems like the type that would be shopping at the Whole Foods. So that's that's got to be a crazy story right there, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you can tell the guy clearly goes to a drive-through fucking three times a day. Oh my god! But yeah, and. and he just wants to come on and talk all this noise about everybody else, but we know damn well if he wasn't with Kevin Brennan as of now, whenever he goes on MLC, nobody would really know who he is anymore. Oh, wow. Nobody, nobody cares about the talk show you were on in 2000 in Cleveland. Yeah, nobody cares, ago. but he always wants to bring it up. That's yeah, true. see, okay. I would say, I would say that I, yeah, I got, yeah, I got pulled over for DWI, and that's why I was off the show. 
I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, that's just facts. Why not say that then if that's true? You know, because right. why would you say I, I'm not on the show anymore? You know? Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, I was, you know, I used to be, you know, one of the top rated programs in Cleveland. And so that's always when you're about to call him out about a point that he had just made. So I, I guess people are having this reaction because when he came on my program, the first thing out of his mouth was, I'm only here because Kevin sent me. I wouldn't be doing this otherwise type thing. So a lot wow. of the fans got, they got a little upset at that point, and that's when they started uh, seeing how many views he was getting and things. So, so basically yeah. – he was saying that what he's the biggest one in Cleveland, right? Something right, like that. right, yeah. Well, any anytime he's getting called out on bullshit, he, he always brings up the fact that you know he used to be a big radio DJ in Cleveland. He had Shaquille O'Neal in the studio, uh, Gene Hackman in the studio a lot, and that he could, he, you know, back in the day he could have got those those kind of names on Kevin's podcast, you know, instead of uh, people like Barry Ribs and things. So anytime he's losing a point, he always brings things like that up. I'm not knocking Barry Ribs. I'd rather watch an episode with Barry Ribs. I, I love Barry. He's yeah. so close to death and he looks it and I just, but uh, I love him. You know yeah, what I mean? He's the hardest get ever. I haven't talked to him personally. He sends his publicist. He's coming on here Friday and I still haven't talked yeah. to him. One -on -one. No, I mean, that's why I love Barry because he's always out. He's always doing it. He always he hustles. You know what I mean? He's a yeah. fucking, he's the hardest working black man I ever fucking met. <laughs> you know? Hey, Tina. Hey, caller. Hey, caller, Trav. You got anything you want to uh, add it, add back into that before I go to the next caller? Um, all, all I got to say is, you know, Chad. Chad's kind of falling apart. I mean, we saw him on Kevin's roast. It was an absolute bomb. Yeah, I was, mean, you, you know, when you know, when you're watching a comic on stage and even if you do like them and they're bombing, you, you kind of just get that feeling that like, you know, damn, you don't really want to watch it, you get like cringing a little yeah, bit. Well, bad. Yeah. You're cringing and you're, it's like, it's, you're embarrassed for them. Right. Well, that, that's how I felt with him and Kevin. I, I would have rather watch paint dry than watch him. Fucking oh, try wow. Kevin Brennan. Wow. Maybe, maybe right. it's cause he, maybe cause he sucks fucking Kevin Brennan's cock. Or whoa, something. whoa, 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 whoa. We will, uh, yeah. Well, we don't know whoa. that. Sure. Well, we do not know that for sure. These are just known, uh, facts here. Uh, yeah. let's see here. Wow. All right. So he's yeah. dropping knowledge. Look, I, I don't condone anything that the callers say. The fans just see the, the episodes that I post and what I'm tweeting about. And we'll take one more call on yeah. this uh, on this thing. I think it was the first caller, if he, if he knows how to work his technology. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll see, I'll see it light up green. I'll just wait for him to pipe back in again. So we'll just continue yeah. this conversation. Well, what do you think about yeah. that phone call, Bob? Well, I, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, see, I didn't hear that episode. That episode, I got to hear that. Because I gotta, I gotta listen to it and see exactly what was going on. But like, right, well, like they seem to be upset. He seems to be upset. You know, he's like, yeah. you know, it's like when you catch somebody saying something that you know, and you're like, you, you know, the person. You know, I guess he listened to him on Kevin before, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he came yeah. on your show. Right, right. Because uh, one of Kevin's main things is he he loves naming names. You know, if you're gonna yeah. say, if you're gonna say something about somebody, name the name. Uh, name who you got the info from. So every anytime Chad's on his show, he won't ever name names. He won't give out phone numbers. And he won't uh, say where he heard the info from. He's like, I got a rumored source. And then he'll tell Kevin. Well, so this is what a lot of fans are mad about. He came on my show. Mm -hmm. And first off, he acted like, oh, he's only here because Kevin sent him. You know, there's no other reason he would be doing my show. He's too big for it. And then he gave out Brian McCarthy's phone number six times on my program. And I got oh, a little wow. bit of heat for that. And I've had to take the video down for a little while. I talked to a legal guy today, though, and he said uh, he did confirm that there's no way I could get in trouble for that. I didn't read the number. 
So uh, I, no, the, yeah. the video is back up. No, but, it's not cool to put somebody's number or their address. You know what I mean? Because people it's are not. sick out there. People, there's sick motherfuckers out there. You right. know what I mean? The internet world is not, you know, it's probably the most creepiest fucking place you'll ever fucking be. It's crazy out there, man. And, and that's yeah. uh, so for Chad to do that on my program. So a lot of people think he was sabotaging my program by doing that, you know, like trying to, he, he saw how close I was getting to Kevin and these are just rumored things, you know, uh, but wait, 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 was this after or before he found out that you have more people listening to you? Oh, this is before this is way before, oh, wow. but, he, but so. he could see that he could see the traction of the show, you know? Yeah. So uh, he had messaged me the day after the Brian interview saying, Hey, uh, I'd like to come on the program. And, uh, and address, you know, because Brian trashed him pretty hard. So he came on, we're talking, we're chatting, you know, having a good time. And then he starts reading Brian's phone number out, you know, and I say at that point, hey, I don't have any control. I don't have producers. Yeah. I just put my yeah. program up on a YouTube, man. So, you know, to edit something like that out would take four or five hours. I got to get this constant content to the fans. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. Uh, like, I never met uh, Chad, I don't think. Uh, I, don't, I never met Brian. You know what I mean? Right, so yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about them. So like, I don't judge people. You know what I mean? Right. I no, of course, of course. Yeah, I don't go along with the fucking you know people say to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Because like, like Kevin's a madman. You know what I mean? I'm he sure is. people are gonna be in, like, you know, oh, he's fucking crazy. He's this, and I'm like. Yeah, that's why I love him. You know I mean, what I mean? He, he's such a madman. In, in order to be part of his little world, like, you have to have a little bit of craziness, too. You know, I know yeah. I've shown people his show before. They're like, why do you like this? He's just yelling. I'm like, it's beautiful. I know people it's that beautiful. love his show. Like, Dan yeah. Filato. Don, Dan Filato loves his show. Really? That, I, I would never imagine Dan loving a show like that. He calls me up every time I do Kevin's thing. And he goes, you, you and him are perfect together. He goes, because I, sh I listened, you know, he showed it to some people. And he loves Kevin, you know? Yeah. And and you could see, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when me and my son did Kevin's show, it was like, my son just sat there and when it was over, he was like, wow, that was crazy. You know I what I mean? I remember that episode, man. That was exciting because I know how much uh, you, you support your son. And so I was like, dang, dude, you got him on MLC too? Remember that? Yeah, we that was just, a lot of fun. We went there. We, you know, I, I, was, I felt bad because I, I, I lost his uh, Christmas money on the, yeah, the yeah, Eagles yeah, Giants. Oh, no, tell, tell the story again. It's so good. Well, we, you know, we had, uh, what was that, the, whatever, fucking, the, whatever you can pick online, they give you, you can bet up to $500, and if you lose, you, you get your money back. So I'm like, this is fucking, e yeah. the Eagles against fucking Dallas. Oh. The Eagles were fucking sucking. Dallas was kind of really, you know, they were much better at the time. At the time, fucking but the nobody Eagles was in your good. Yeah, the Eagles fucking beat them, and I lost. And that, I go, there goes your fucking amp for Christmas. And shit happened, son, you know? And then and then we went on Kevin's show, and then I, I called Gino out of fucking... I go, look, tonight, Monday night, who do I take? Green yeah, Bay or yeah. Vikings? And Gino said, Green Bay. And I was going to go with the Vikings, and Green Bay won, so I at least got the money back. Okay. Well, I won 500 You understand? Because it went down to zero again. So right. the way it goes, you get $500 to play with. So I ended up winning 500 that's good. That's good. So, so you won the money, even though with uh, Cowboys losing. I live in Cowboys territory down here. So anytime the Cowboys lose, I mean, it's just it's a sad yeah. day on a Monday. I'm not saying well, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying the people in the gas station aren't as happy. It's crazy. No, no I'm a fan. I was saying to myself, I said, motherfuckers, I hope their plane crashes, right? And I, I look on TV and they go, Dallas is still at the airport. They still haven't taken off. The Cowboys <laughs> are still 
Yeah, I mean, like, whatever I said, I was just fucking around. I yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm getting it. No amp, no amplifier. That's <laughs> told us that. So you're like, so you make it up to him, like, hey, would you like to uh, go on Misery Loves Company podcast? Uh, well, no he, he had a ball on there. He oh, just I'm sure. It. How could you not? He, he was just amazed. That's when I got to meet Kevin's wife and kids, you know, right. so it was cool. And I got to see another side of him, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people don't fucking see, you know? It, that's what's nice about, you know, uh, that, that's what a lot of people are interested in too is like how is he off the mic all right here's this guy let's see if we can't okay get him on hey does your uh does your phone work sir i'm on hold again yeah i had you on hold let's see. hey Hello. it's ovio cool cat what's up ovio i can hear you fine now i don't know what happened the first go. transmission i have no idea what the fuck that was all about but uh <laughs> but yeah man how are you guys doing how are you doing uh reverend bob levy Doing good, brother. Just chilling, chilling with the villain. That's great, man. That's great. No, I just really wanted to call in, though, and talk about this whole Chad mess again. You know, I already heard that one guy talking about it, and I totally agree with him. I think Chad was trying to sabotage your show, and wow. it's just crazy to me because you pretty much covered all the points. But right. I just want to say, like, yeah, again, you know, Chad wouldn't do this if it was – he only did docs someone that wasn't a comic because he he basically like he he knows that there's nothing for him to lose with that but he would never dare do that with someone like one of his friends like burr kreischer and chris Alia because he's worried right. about like losing work and things like that so yeah, yeah. i just thought that was like some big bullshit right and, and i know that he won't even name names or or give you know any details of rumors that he says on other podcasts you know and then he came on mine and and laid down the number. Now, I didn't realize this until until some of the people had brought it up on Twitter and I had to go back and listen to myself. And I was like, wow, you know, they, they do have a point. Now, I'm not saying he, he tried to sabotage the show or sabotage the show. The video's still up, show's still taken off. But a lot of the fan reaction, that's what's important. You know, that's what's come back. And the whole thing that I don't like about Chad either is just the fact that he acts like he's so loyal to Kevin. And all, and all this bullshit, like he does all this hardcore trolling. But again, there's like not a whole lot of stakes involved when he's doing all this trolling because he doesn't name names on his show, like guys that he opens for, like Burt and Chris Alia. And it's like, why not? It's like, if you're all in for Kevin, then just go on with that. And I'm sure you'll get work like, like when you go in on all these people just based off of Kevin and New York. Like, fuck all those L.A. guys. Right. And and the whole thing with that is just like none of those guys are going to use Chad again. They already forgot about him with the Patton Oswalt thing. Yeah. It's like Crystalia will never use Chad again. He has other comics for him to to pick for for him to, so they can open for him so he can steal from them and you know and also <laughs> get those other opening comics of his to gather around a bunch of chicks before his show and you know when uh -huh. and, and get those chicks for him to cheat on his wife with you know wow, he doesn't wow. need chad right yeah so what I, happened with pat pat and oswald what oh you didn't hear about this no oh yeah oh, um so so he had he, he sent out a joke i think talking about uh how pat and oswald killed his wife is that correct ovio yeah, that, that's correct. He got into this whole beef with Pam Oswald over, I don't even know what the initial tweet was over, but he got into a fight with him and, and said, well, everyone knows you killed your, your wife or right. something. And he said, if I was your current wife, I would sleep with one eye open. Yeah, and he was living in L.A. at the time, and he kind of got banished by the whole comedy scene there. So 
Now he's uh, oh, he, he's, I mean, that's not you know what I mean. Hey, it's, man, I know it's not fucking, that bad, but you know how you know how LA is. You can't say well, anything I, about. I know how these businesses and right. this business is full of cunts, and yeah. that's the problem. You know what I mean? You got to smack back if somebody comes at you. You know what I mean? You fucking say you know some people. If I don't know them, I wait till I see them. You understand? Right. Yeah, but yeah. Nobody really bothers me. I don't. I'm not one of those fucking people that get into shit. You know, on the internet. Yeah. If if I had somebody in the business, I'll wait till I see them. And right. then see what they open their mouth. But they won't. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you, you know, OVO, I was listening to uh, his podcast today. I'd never really heard it, but uh, I know he had Gino and Aaron on. So I was listening to for a hope of, uh, you know, like mentioned, you know, his appearance on here. And like you say, he was stepping on glass. You could you could feel the flow of the show was going fine until he started talking to Aaron Berg about Chris D'Elia, and then it slowed down. Like he was walking on glass. Like he was scared to talk about certain stuff. So maybe you got maybe you're onto something here. You know? Oh no, yeah, I totally am. Yeah, he he used to open for Chris D'Elia supposedly, and he he'll say that he'll go after all these comics, but the minute that uh, you bring up someone, he's like, oh hey, he used to do this for me. Hey, it's like, what do these guys have against? What do they have over you? Like right. the other day, I um on that same Patreon message that I had with him, mm-hmm. I was just trying to stir up some shit. Maybe I was completely wrong about it or whatever, but I didn't even mention the fact that um, I, I was on Twitter and I saw a Sam Marill tweet and it was Sam Marill uh, sharing a, uh, a clip from one of his comedy specials on Comedy Central. And it was, he was doing a joke. The premise, you know, right. was about the same as one of Chad's jokes. And if you know, one, the punchline is verbatim one of Chad's. Okay, so who said it first? This was probably, yeah, I think it was Samaril. So I think it's one of those parallel thinking things, you know, which is complete bullshit to did, me. Did it Chad get mad at unoriginal. Did, did Chad get upset that Samaril had a joke? Oh, he's cutting out. Okay, Chad. So, uh, hello, can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. So are you telling me that Chad got mad when he found out Samaril had a joke almost the same as his? No, he oh. didn't. I, I told him that Sam Marill had the same exact joke, and I didn't know who did it first or what. Right. But he didn't get mad at all, but I was expecting him to. I'm like, hey, Chad, you should fucking trash on this guy. You know, I'm giving you information, oh, even he, if he, it wasn't yeah, correct yeah. or whatever. But Chad was like, no, 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 Sam's a great guy. I can't go after Sam. It's like, okay, so. So he's going to go after Barry Ribs? With him. So, so he's taking people that are lower on the totem pole now that he's gotten banished a little bit and going after them. So, you know, it would make sense for him to come on my show and try something like that. But uh, it, thinking that, I, you know, it, it could hurt me. But who am I at this point, you know? I'll yeah, keep the, yeah, I'll the, keep whole the point is, The whole point is, like, who do you – why would you give a shit who you open for? You know what I mean? That's not, that's not something you go bragging around. You and he's talking I mean? he 2004, be, 2005. He's bringing no, up he old times. But he should be headlining himself. That's it. You know what I mean? I never fucking – you know what I mean? When yeah. I toured with Artie, I mean, I, I went before him. It was, you know, it was. I never said I, I opened for Artie Lang. What the fuck? I mean, that I don't <laughs> give a fuck about that. You understand? Right. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean fucking. Everybody uses like I used to open for this guy. I don't give a shit who you open for. That means nothing in this business. Yeah. You know. So he, you know, I'm sure he he should not even give a shit. I'm sure he doesn't. You know what I mean? If he doesn't work with them anymore. It's like, yeah, you, you would on. hope so, Bob, but uh, th- there is a lot of times, I mean, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if, 
if it, many appearances that Chad goes on, he always constantly talks about what he was doing so many years ago. So you call him out on something or you, you like, a, you know, for instance, bombing at Kevin's roast, you know, he, he'll go into an argument and somewhere in that argument, he's going to say something like, oh, yeah, but I was in Cleveland or I opened up for Chris D'Elia or, uh, you know, I hang out with this person. I was roommates with this person. You know, it's always a story. He's always a name dropper, I guess, I guess kind of kind of situation. So that's why a lot of people feel angst against Chad on, on Twitter. And, and it's easy to, uh, to to feel that way, I guess, as a fan. Uh, see, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know much about the stories and that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's like whatever, you know. <laughs> Same way. I have to cover the news. It's for uh, Misery Loves Company yeah. podcast. So, all right, OVO, you got anything else you want to add about Chad or, or the recent episodes? Uh, that That's about it. I'm just – I've been really bothered with this whole bullshit that he did. I know a lot of people are kind of, uh, you know, blurred lines with him. They, they don't – they're not completely onto him yet, but – you know, soon enough, I think they'll build on and see what a total piece of shit he is. And just very, it's very evil person that Chad is. And and not to say, and here's one thing I want to say. I am not a Brian sympathizer. I think Brian is just as equally as bad as a piece of shit. He's a traitor. <laughs> I don't like him. But I, I, I think show. that Chad is kind of, I think that Chad is kind of bad for all, for all of Kevin's fans and just like, for all that we stand for, wow. you know, that's, that's just my opinion. But yeah, I, mean, I hate to say it. You saw what happened when Brian tried to prove himself. Or do you think that in the next coming months or so, do you think Chad's next? I don't think so because I think that Chad is a little bit too full of himself. I think that he, uh, he tries to put on this persona that he doesn't care at all, but he really does. Oh, absolutely. But, you can tell so just go to his likes on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think he's going to, I don't think, he's going to try to prove that he doesn't care is what's going to happen. But okay. it's just, it's all going to come and bite him in the ass. I feel. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on it over here. We'll keep checking in and uh, uh, keep your eyes out for the Barry ribs live show Friday, man. You can tune into that if you want. Okay, cool, man. Thank you guys, man. That was a, I really appreciate it. You got it, buddy. Have a good one later. You too. But... Yeah. You see, it's like weird. It's like, you know what I mean? But I'm I'm just saying, like, if Kevin thought he was a really bad guy and whatever, a piece of shit, I don't think Kevin would be around him, truthfully. No, so. no, no. I mean, and that's the honest truth. It's just that Chad's putting himself in these situations where it's not making himself look good. And, and personally, I, I think Kevin has a part of it that loves it. You know, they're probably both different off the mic. It could be a whole bit. It could be a gag, the fact that he's going on Twitter and, and, and talking about this stuff. I mean, it would make for hilarious radio. I just did a yeah. on it, you know? And if he did something yeah. like that, that'd be genius. But I don't mean, let's face the facts. I don't know if that's as far as whatnot. Because, I mean, he's going after Pat Oswalt, and then a, a few months later, he's going after the likes of Brian McCarthy. It just, it's, a little, it's a little shady. But, you know, <laughs> what do we do? Like I told him, we'll keep an eye out on the next few months, and then we'll, and we'll break the news like that, you know? Hey, man, um, yeah. You know, you, uh, it's like I, I love the callers because they're like so in, invested in everything. They, you know what yeah, I mean? They really are. And so they always, you know, like when he brought up that story uh, that I, that I didn't remember about Chad, they make sense. You know, as long as yeah, not- like, yeah, they definitely come on with you know what I mean with how they feel and what they see. You know what I mean? Like they pay right. attention to what they're listening to, which is very good for the show. You understand? Yeah, I mean, they get wrapped up in, in all the different, you know, uh, not only characters, but people that come on to the show and all the drama that's involved. And it's a lot of fun. It really is, you know. It, it, makes, oh, yeah. it, it, make, it makes for the time to go by a lot better than that TV. 
tell you. Oh, fuck TV. There's nothing on TV, man. I fucking, you know, it's like, there's nothing on fucking TV. The, I can't even watch the sports with volume anymore. It's so bad. It's yeah, like I want the score. Yeah, I was watching fucking sports from 1998 football game with Dallas and Green Bay the yeah. other fucking day. I'm like, you know, fucking life has stopped. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. You know, it's like everything on TV has stopped and we're still going and we got nothing to do. But besides listening to shows and fucking enjoy yourself, get on the internet, there's nothing to do. You can't go anywhere. Most right. of the country can't go anywhere. What mm-hmm. the fuck am I going to... I can't even jerk off in my backyard. I'll probably Ooh. get arrested. Yeah, because yeah. all the neighbors are outside sunbathing. You're out there, you just want to put one out. You want to put some spunk in the air. You can't do that. You probably go to jail. Then you get a well, deadly yeah. virus if you go to jail. It sucks. Can't get away with anything. Well, that's what they're letting all the prisoners out anyway. At least I'll have my own room now. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah right? You have your old bunk. Oh, I haven't <laughs> had my old bunk in years. Three hots on a cot. <laughs> Sounds like an easy lifestyle. You ain't got to put up with no drama. Well, that's what it is. If you're in there, it's the same thing that we're going through right now. You know, uh, maybe the food's a little better. You know what I mean? You can't really get all the food you want now. But I'm saying, like, when you're in jail, this is what it feels like. It's It's a pain in the ass to do any daily task. And that's exactly what this feels like when you go out in public. You got to wait an extra lot. You're like, oh, wow, a lot of people are in that line. It's not. They're just standing so far apart from each other. I I go to the hardware store a lot because of my day job. I've mm-hmm. never seen this many people in a hardware store before this vi- before the virus. It's like everybody's out. It's the one because they can't leave their house, so they got to build something. They got to fucking make something. Everybody's got to make. They got gardens. They got this. They right. fucking, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm staying in furniture. I'm yeah, staying I'm in furniture. You know? Chilling. I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit on the couch and smoke weed now. I mean, I today nice. was the first day I smoked again because I I didn't think I can. You know, I was using this for the pain, but fucking. It was like, if I get stoned, then I, where am I going to go? I have nothing to do. Right, you, you go to the pantry, you know? Yeah, it's nothing, you know what I mean? If I want to go piss outside with the dogs, that's all I can do. I can't fucking go anywhere, you know? And so it's like, fuck this shit. I've been watching Breaking Bad over and over and over. <laughs> I may have to start that series again. I haven't watched it in a very long time. I don't watch a lot of TV, though. We'll see. Yeah, I watch that and I watch Oz at night. Remember that? There's the show on HBO. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been seeing you tweet about that, so I so I had to definitely hop on that train. Dude, it's really good, Oz. Oz is really good. I'm in season three, and it's like, you know, I've seen it before, but I missed some shows, but uh-huh. it's fucking really good writing, man. That brings it because, all back to you. Yeah, you can't even get, like, you, you can't go to strip club. You can't have a stripper come to your house. Like, right? Yeah. You can't have... You know, there's no hookers out anymore. I mean, it's, it's just basically they took uh, everything away from it. It sucks. You can't go to the hand job parlor. Like, at least a donut place is open. So you may, you know, depending on which one you go to, you can get two for one price, maybe a hand job. I, I don't even know about that. You know, it depends on if the grape jelly sells out, you know? Hey, um, man, you got a fucking donut. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking, I'll do whatever. <laughs> it's fucking, <laughs> what we're going through right now is the fucking worst thing. I mean, if it wasn't for shows being on and to do stuff, uh, I would go crazy because I'm already I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm yeah, gonna be man. stuck in here another three months, guaranteed. Watch this, you're gonna see what's going on. And I, it's like, how it's, the fuck are we gonna survive? How I know it's way worse live? up there. You know, down here in Texas, I mean, we're we're honestly starting to go back to to regular. I mean, restaurants are open. I mean, you can only have uh, 25% occupancy, which makes you not even want to go. But yeah. uh, but cases are rising. You know. They, they had a good hold on it, and now that everything's open again, people don't give a fuck. I mean, cases are rising. People are eating. People down here, they don't care. They're like, ah, one ear out the other. 
Well, so you can't stay you know, in your fucking house. You're going oh, it, it, it's going to drive you nuts. You're going to end up doing something dumb. Talk about domestic violence. Woo. Well, thank God my wife went and got, she actually got a job at a hospital in LA because she, it was the perfect time for her to go because it was getting to the point. Yeah. You know, you get to that fucking point. <laughs> Breaking point. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like I, 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 I reached a choker, but I put my hands back. It was at that right, point. Right. You're you like, know? look at that's how. That's how we get with each other, because we're both this, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we don't yeah. fucking back down, and it's like, you know, you fucking crazy Italian, I'll kill you. You're looking in your pack of smokes, you're like, I just bought these a few hours ago, I'm almost out. Shit. Well, that's what it is, you're smoking, you're fucking doing whatever you can fucking do, you know? It's yeah. like, you're gonna die, people are gonna die in their fucking house of just going insane, you know? And right, that's right. what I'm doing. I'm fucking losing it. You're going to send me out to the streets when this opens? You're going to send out all these people that are fucking in in their house for fucking months out at the same time. It's going to be a fucking madhouse. Watch what happens. See, see, but what do you think that means for comedy? Honestly, a lot of people think that comedy clubs are going to be better after this. I, I say I, the way I look at it is people enjoyed comedy as a way of uh, <clears throat> when life's moving too fast, a way to slow down. Everybody's yeah. been slowed the fuck down for a few months, so they're going to be out there hustling and bustling. They're not going to want to have time to slow down. So I don't know exactly how that how that whole thing's going to play out. It's going to play out. Uh, it's it's going to take it's going to take a long time. We're looking into next year because of the way that people are not going to sit next to each other. And and but right now, if you if you're allowed twenty five percent, that means basically twenty five percent of the club could be filled. So that means the only way you're going to make the money that you once did mm -hmm. is by doing three shows. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You'd be like Aaron Bird. Shows, <laughs> you can make the money that you once made in that night, but you're going to have to do three shows. And that's if a booker is being fair. Right, right. And, and a club owner. You have to do three shows because you, you can't say they were going to sell out, so you have that other 25%. But you'd have to do three shows in one night to basically make what you were making before this. And and like to, to me, I the people might come out at the beginning at the 25%, but it's going to, people ain't gonna, you know what I mean? Like I said, they're gonna be at the bar getting drunk. They wanna right. get Right, yeah, they wanna get trashed. You know what I mean? This, this ain't gonna be a fucking date night. This is yeah. gonna be a fucking, people wanna go out and fuck something, you know yeah, what I people mean? Yeah, people have been on date nights for a month and a half. They're ready to choke somebody. They wanna go out, they wanna run, they wanna run, they wanna, like you said, they wanna yell. You know, you can't do that is. at a comedy club. <laughs> no, you can't. You have to be quiet. So I, I see this like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like comedy club, dentist office. Same problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Just, they're both going to be in trouble. And it's just going to take a long time. I, like I, I was telling Kevin, I said, I wanted to do like, like, you know, once I got the operation to the settlement, uh -huh. I want to put four tours out, four tours of people that I respect. And oh, I yeah. want to make them money and say, look, I'll do everything. I'll, I'll promote. I'll get the places. You know, here's the money. This is what we can make. This is what I need to get back from this. This is what uh, commission I would make, which will be low. It's just to build back, you know, real comedy. And yeah. knowing that those four people on each show would destroy. Yeah, because I, I yeah, because... That makes a lot of sense because you're also going to have to make an image again in a way because it, you haven't been in a club so long that, that people have kind of, the, the pace is slowed, especially for people who are returning customers to comedy clubs. You know, yeah, they're going to want to see new action. They're going to want to, like you say, four tours. It's awesome. That's some new action. It's something different. You know, well, that's what it is. If you put on great shows 
and you say, you know, I guarantee to show your money back. You know, if you want your money back, we don't fucking want you anymore. Right. So it doesn't matter. So why not do it like that? Just do it the right way and make sure that the people that are funny should be working, are working, and go from there. Because this is going to be, this is a disaster. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. This, this, this is our 9-11, truthfully. I mean, we're fucking done. Right. You know, rather, you know what I mean? Because you've got to look at it. Anybody that was booked at a club is going to be rebooked at a club, right? Anybody, anybody that had dates coming up will still be there. So now you put the people that lost gigs to the end of people that were already booked. That's true. Yeah, you're those clubs are already year. filled. Uh huh. You're into next year. And why are they going to they're gonna fly somebody out? You know, it's going to be very – it'll be stupid for a club to pay – for you to fly out and give you a hotel when you're doing 25% of the place. And could you it, imagine it what sense. a mess airlines are going to be too after all this? Ugh. Well, that's what it is. Well, you know, and why do we want to give back? Airlines make a fortune all the time. Except yeah. for when they why do you want to bail them out? They're fine. Exactly. Because of the fact they make, they make, let's see your billions of dollars that you make. You have to take the good with the bad in any business. Yeah. Why do we have to bail them out when we can't bail out a little store? You know, or fucking help people that are just, you know, that disaffected the most, which is probably people anywhere from making 30000 to 150000 Right, right. This could really fuck you up big time. Especially if the kids are out of school for extended periods. Like the guy was talking about today, kids could not go back to school even at the beginning of the fall. It's, what are people supposed to do? Hire, no, hire uh, what, daycare? Those places are shut down, too. Well, that's what it is. You, you know what I mean? What are you going to bring your kid to work when well, he's 14? You're going to yeah, bring him to fucking yeah, work? He's going to be slapping ass. He's going to be checking out ass. He's going to be just making a fool, you know? Well, kids, ain't, kids don't like you because they can't get blown by their teachers anymore. Right, you know? yeah. Because they're going to get, I mean, teachers are still doing it. Isn't that outstanding? It's it, crazy. It, There's a new news story every week. And it's like, okay, you know, when are they going to stop? It never ends. Somebody's getting it, blown. It's like amazing that they know they're going to go to jail for this. They're going to get caught most likely. Registered sex continue. offender the whole life. It, can't ever work again. There goes that degree. Yeah. It's like, they, it's just like, it's just like, it's such a sickness that they can throw everything away by knowing that how illegal it is. But yeah. for the kid, for the kid to get blown, well, you know what I mean? If I was 14 and I had a hot teacher blowing me, I, 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 I would be telling everybody. Oh, absolutely. I'd be telling all the friends. I'd try to yeah. film it. No, exactly. You know? So, you know, you don't blame the kids when they get busted. No, because no. You have to tell somebody because you're so happy. You're so proud of yourself. Yeah. You know? It's you're like, going to be bragging to all your friends about anything cool. If you're getting blown at 14 by a hot teacher, you're telling all the friends. And one of them's going to rat because they're probably jealous. And that's, boom. That's how she, And they have to know that. What are they going to be? Oh, be quiet. You know, don't tell nobody. He's telling yeah. everybody. Yeah, no, that's what it is. It, it's like it's like, it's it's insane. But you know what I mean. Like how can but how can you live? Truthfully, you can't be. And we're not fucking made to be in a house with family twenty four hours a day. It doesn't work. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way. I'm telling you, my kid. He plays in bands, so he's in and out practicing. He does what he wants, though. He's not going to come back with the corona fucking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's with the same people all the time, and that's it. You know, and if he if he gets it, look, it's his decision. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say you got to stay in the house, but like, you know, to have to be with, you know, imagine having small kids and your wife home every fucking 24 hours a day. It's not meant to be. Oh, you, you know, know what I mean? Good place to be drywall. 
Yeah, you're not used to it. You know what I mean? And then it's going to the 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 fucking abuse that's going on is is just crazy. The fucking violence that homes that's going on that they're causing. You have to open if you open up everything and make reservations to go to anywhere, a hardware uh -huh. hardware store, anywhere, a barbershop, it's reservation only everything, a restaurant. Everything is a, a reservation so you yeah. don't have a lot of people in it. Or you know, or you're coming into just a regular store. Say you want to get deli meat, I'm coming at this time. You have certain people come certain times. Right. And that's it. And you do it like that for now. What's the difference of staying in the house? when we can do the same thing outside and they don't, they won't allow us to do it. Right. They got a few of the stores down here doing it like that. Uh, the Best Buy, you have to make an appointment. I had to make an appointment to go get a new HDMI cable just to do the show. It was kind of a pain in the ass. But it's, it's better than not getting the HDMI fucking, cable and not being able to do the show. Yeah. Look at, look at me. No, I've been in this fucking house for fucking <laughs> a long fucking time. I'm ready to fucking snap. Yeah. You understand? I, I fucking, my legs are going like this right now under the table because I fucking, I know I can't go anywhere tonight. I know I'm going to be watching TV all night till I pass out and wake up and the day's going to be fucking starting again the Oof. same fucking way. And yeah. it fucking sucks. It's like fucking Groundhog Day. And that, wasn't that a movie where he wakes up every day and it's the same? Yeah. 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 Hey, that's what I got a thing. It says every day is Wednesday with me as him because <laughs> it's fucking the same shit. You don't do anything different. I'm watching yeah. the same shows. I put on the news to see if the curve went up or down. They don't even That's it. That They're anymore. talking about the same shit they were talking about last month. All right. We know it's bad. We know we should wear masks. Relax. Tell some other well, stories and just have the little update down in the corner. There's a lot yeah, of other shit going on. Teach us how to go out and be able to do something and be safe. That's yeah. what you should be teaching us. You know what I mean? That's well, you're you going to have those savages out there. Already. Yeah, but... Also, in a way that they're going to need to teach us a way to protect ourselves from uh, from some people who might not watch the news or who don't give a shit. You know, some of those type of people who may ride the in train, the pat train. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's yeah. really going to have to be the kind of thing that you got to watch out for if you really don't want to get sick. You know? No, I mean uh, that's what it is. They're not teaching anybody how to start the new part, which is supposed to be after about this time when the curve went down. But and now we've got, now it's like well we still don't know how to do that but you're supposed to be working on that as it was going right. so now we got I'm telling you Jersey got another two to three months of this shit I At don't least. care what anybody says is, man. is it still running rampant up there like a lot of numbers still going up it's a fucking half of them in nursing homes dude yeah so, we got a nursing home here who's I don't know what's going on over there but it's about ninety percent and nobody's talking about it. They're keeping it on the down low. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in that nursing? No, it's coming out like like out of the, whatever ten thousand deaths in Jersey, like four or five thousand in nursing homes. Yeah, and it's a big, pretty big fucking state. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So it's like it's like why would you? Okay, if somebody gets it, put them in the house. Let us go out, and then you test everywhere you go. If you go to work, you get tested. Boom. Yeah. You go. You go there. You get tested. You have those, and then you, you you socially distant them at work and open everything, but you only get, bring back maybe 15, 20% first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to try something. You can't hide people because people have addictions. You know what I yeah. mean? This is when it's going to hit you. 
You know, it's like I can control myself, but a lot of people can't. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, fucking yeah. starting to lose it, man. <laughs> well, man, I hope it. Uh, I hope you're able to hang in there and get it together. Now, I know you mentioned earlier you might be going to Atlantic City soon. Are you going to be all right going to Atlantic City? Now, I know that from back in the day, you got some stories from Atlantic City, probably. So, yeah, are you going mean, to be able to control yourself in a situation like that? Yeah, I mean, like it's going to be outside. So yeah, if it's yeah. outside, you know, fuck it. You know, I'm just going to go down there and just see how it is. You yeah, know? I mean, you might as well, dude. Them. Fuck, get out in the sun at least if you can. Well, that's what it is because these guys have been good to me after my car accident. They let me work there and learn how to basically walk on stage again and learn right. how to get comfortable again. So, and they had this idea and they were like, you know, I said, you know, I'll, I'll just come and just do a set. I don't care, you know, because. Yeah. Because they, they've been good to me, you know, and it's a great idea. And it's just something to, to people need something, you know what I mean? They, they got to these open fields. Let's do stuff in these open fields. You know what I mean? We're not fucking idiots. We know not to go next to each other. But if you space each other out, what's the difference? If you're home with your family and they're going to a fucking supermarket and they come home, you fucking, you're going to get sick. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's the bottom line right there. You know, I never understood why, uh, especially here, we only have about 156 cases in my county. It's nothing like what's, what you're dealing with. But they never list where the motherfucker was, was before he got sick. They don't put what stores, they, any of that. So you don't know. They're just like, oh, it was out in public. It's not that big of a place here. It can't be no. that many options. Well, that's what it is. Like, if they're out in the place, and, okay, in the supermarkets, everybody usually touches everything. You ever, yeah, you know, you're going to want to make sure you get the right grapes, you know, and going to really look at them, make sure they're nice and ripe. Yeah, it's like, but I don't know if that's still going on now, but, like, you know, if it's, like, a fucking pizza box or something like that, and they're like, yeah, they're moving again, but then it would still live on there, right? Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, what they're saying. Yeah, but do, who, do they really know? Do they really know? <laughs> No, that's why we're fucking home, because they don't fucking know. They yeah. think they know, and they say, well, it can be. But we're allowed to go there, but we can't go there. You understand? Right. Yeah. It's, it would be safer to go there than go to a fucking supermarket where everybody's fucking, like, all over and touching every right. fucking thing. Well, it's, it's like everybody wearing these masks. Town's packed of people going back and forth to work. I don't ever see anybody wiping down the gas nozzle. Everybody touches the gas nozzle. Nobody's wiping it down. Nobody gives a shit. They'll have a whole mask, all that, you know, no gloves. You know what's so good about Jersey? We don't pump our own gas. Look at, look, the way we look at, they were crying because they go, we're going to get infected. Hey, you dropped out of school. You pumped my gas. Right, yeah. That's the way we look at it in Jersey. Almost premium, sir. Don't spill exactly. a drop either. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to get it? You're pumping gas. You know what I mean? Fucking, yeah. hey, you know, we're here. They pump our gas. We talk to them. We give them money. But you know what I mean? I can see everybody else getting out like you guys got to do. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, because it's just, you know, what is essential and what isn't? It depends on a person. You know what I mean? Right. What it, about up like, there? Do they have liquor stores listed as essential up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do here, too. It's like, why is that essential? The man's going to start beating his wife whether he has a drink or too many drinks, you know? Like, wow. But you know what? He might beat her more if he doesn't have any. You think so? You know, it can happen because it's you true. have nothing yeah. to relax you. If you right. if you can drink like I started drinking like wine again, you understand? But I have it. I take sips and that's it. I don't drink to get. I drink to socialize now, right, and right. I'm in control of me. You know what I mean? Sometimes, I, years ago, I wasn't in control of me. Yeah. I didn't. I I drank to get fucked up. I did drugs to get fucked up. I don't do that. I'm in control of my life. I'll smoke weed once in a while to for pain, and I'll have some wine. And that's it. That's all I fucking need. 
I don't need to go out like a fucking maniac anymore. Get trash at the bar, uh, you know, start a bar fight, throwing a bar stool or two. You, you've probably done it in a day, but you've already done it. So now it's time to relax. But fuck it, you're tired of relaxing. It's time to go back to the comedy clubs. It's time to get out there, see the people, get out in the sun. You know, get some yeah. new material out there to the people. I know you've probably been working on it. It's got to be hard writing new material cooped up in the house. It's like, shit, you're not well, seeing anything new. It, no, it's just in your mind, you know what yeah, I mean? Oh, I yeah, really yeah, write yeah, stuff. Sure. When, I, when I was home from the accident, I was, I got like fucking an hour and a half written down. Nice. On the thing. I'm working on my book. Um, Can't wait for that. Yeah. It, yeah, it's going to be fucking, you know, you know, people are fried, but, you know, it's the truth. I'm not going to bullshit. This happened, you know what I mean? So why am I going to not tell my story? Why would I lie? Yeah, why would you disappear for a while or, 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 or come back better than ever but not use it like some people might, you know? It's like take every part of it you can and turn it around and make it for the better. That's all you can do, you know, at this well, that's point. That's what it is. It's like, it's like I'm not going to lie to say it didn't happen when it happened. So what the fuck? I'm just, I'm just telling you what happened in my life. And, you know, that's what it is. If you... I've always been fucking honest. I don't like the fucking bullshit. I don't get people that bullshit you right, because right. That, that fucking just drives me crazy. Once I figure that out, I'm like, yeah, gone. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. I know, I know so many people have probably made this joke, uh, but is there any part of you that wishes it could have been a Walmart truck? That I got hit by? Yeah. No, because I, it would have hurt more. <laughs> you, know, you know what? It would have knocked me. You know what? It probably, I, it did so much damage to me. Look, I'll be okay when this is settled. Uh, you know, once I get the operation, I'm going to feel a lot better, I hope. Right. But, you know, it's been hell. I've been through hell. For, I, I still deal with pain every day. But I'm just hoping. The best thing is just to fucking feel better. Because yeah, yeah. that's all I fucking want. This has been hell. And, it's, been, you know, many, it's been a few years. It's been, it'll be three years in July. That's and, crazy. You know, but you remember the crash. You remember the fucking comp. You you know the the fucking smashing in the back. You fucking flying into another car. Right. Then get hitting again, trying to get away. And I felt fine when I got out. And I had to say that he was trying to start his car, and the guy's like, he's trying to get away. And I go, turn the key again. I'm gonna drag you out the fucking window. And he's like, can we make a deal? And he's all fucked up. And I go, what are you? What are you fucking Monty Hall? You motherfucker. Yeah. And, can and we then make a I was deal? fine. I was fine, but they, they told they told me home and I was fine until that was Friday night and Sunday I woke up and I started throwing up. Oh. And somebody said you got a concussion. And right away I had a concussion, then got everything else done because you don't feel it doesn't come yeah, right you, away. You don't. Yeah, that's why you're not supposed to sleep if you if you hit your head. You may feel fine. But well, I didn't hit my supposed head. To right I, to sleep. Yeah. I did I tore stuff, you know what I mean? Right. It's just a reaction. Like if you see a, an accident and 10 miles an hour it can do damage yeah right? all of, i think it's just your brain shaking inside your skull and it, and it just set, sets apart i mean it could happen at any moment you could fall down the stairs and get a concussion and yeah no i think that's what happened to billy mays isn't it he was on a plane they landed too hard and he hit his head on the headrest the wrong way and he croaked you know what you, yeah you can hit your head on the ceiling of a plane and fucking god damn it like when you're getting up or something you know yeah i, I, I mean you could fuck yourself you it, the brain is very like i damaged two parts in the back of my brain you know what I mean? Yeah. I, there was so much shit that I never knew was happening to me until it was happening to me. And I was like, you fucking kidding me. Uh, it's going to take again? this long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I was fucking shocked. And, and just to have it fall, you know, the pain that you can't sleep and you fucking, 
it was it's just horrible so i'm right. just looking forward to the end of this and then you know fucking maybe moving to florida and going yeah a lot, a lot of comics seem to be going the florida route i i've I got a good feeling that after what we've seen happen in new york in in the coronavirus and things i think florida's going to be the next comedy hotspot i really do a lot of comics well, talking I, about it. It, it there's plenty of cities there to to open up a, an array of clubs i mean it could get it could get why well, that could become the next hotspot i know it's crazy it's, you know sounds crazy but no yeah. it doesn't really because i i i want i'm planned on open one out there you know what i mean and i plan like i talked to kevin about like having a you know his wife is in florida i go dude we're going there and he goes yeah. you might go to the, i go go to the west coast man the west coast is like you know and i said i'll make sure every i'm gonna build a studio i'm gonna do uh -huh. everything i'm going to fucking i'm gonna enjoy life i mean i've had enough of this shit here you know what i mean and this is the jungle <laughs> No, this is the end of it. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, I got, I had a fucking studio. We were going to do all this stuff there. And I'm like, this happened. And I'm like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is going to be, I, I, I just need to fucking see palm trees, beach, yeah. fucking water. Fucking all that. Forget all about the concrete jungle and all the bullshit that was attached to it, man. Cause pe people up there, it's just, I don't know if it'll ever be the same up there, you know, after, after all this. And now the city is going to be destroyed because they're not, it's not going to open for a fucking, I'm telling you, till it's going to start opening maybe in September. Maybe. Maybe. Just start opening. You understand? It's yeah. not even going to be a big opening. You know, it's nobody on the streets. My wife was a nurse up there for a little while when it first started. Nobody's on the streets. I drove her up there. I made it up there in like an hour and 10. Yeah. I was doing. I was doing like 90 miles an hour from South Jersey to Philly <laughs> and it, nobody on the road. And fucking, it's like, it's, uh, it, it's, it's just a place. It's going to, it's going, there's going to be so many killings soon because the people that are out are going to get attacked because right. people, you know, fucking robbery is a career for people. You and know people, what I mean? People are cooped up too. They're going to look for something go to do. They're going to be looking for a shiny wallet or a shiny new pair of shoes they're coming after you. It's going to happen. You're going to see if they don't open up soon, it's going to be crazy in all these big Fucking cities. Fast, man. We'll check in definitely, uh, hopefully before September, see where we're at then, you know, no, as no. far as the show goes. Uh, I got a few fan questions if, you, if you're interested in taking some of those. Yeah. Uh, sure. <clears throat> let's see. You know, whenever you type your name in on Google, you, you come up with some of the other greats, of course, Artie Lang, uh, mm -hmm. Colin Quinn's. I mean, uh, I don't know if Louie pops up or not, but I'm going to throw him in the mix. Just guys who who who, who were like at one time, I, I don't even know how to, Jim Florentine, you know, like a, a breed of guys who, who could go on a stage and get away with whatever the fuck they wanted to get away with. Mm -hmm. And I think that you guys are, are really some of the last that are still going to be able to do it and get away with it because that's who you guys are, right? And that's what people know you for. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like a lot of people, like you know, I I always say, just say, you know, it's an adult show. That's all you have yeah, to say. Yeah, and if they don't, you guys know how to do it. It's, it's not some, you know, a twenty-four-year-old going out there uh, trying to cr make a creative joke about rape and coming off like an asshole. You know, he's yeah. probably going to get booed off the stage, or or you know, you're going to have some chicks in the in the crowd making a few comments. You know, uh, yeah. Who was I mean, uh, it's, it's easy. If you had to choose, like, out of, out of some of those classic guys, Florentine, you know, it, it, all those guys from Stern Show and stuff, who was your favorite to, to really go out and perform with? Like, who would you have the most fun, you know, 
chalking it up or doing shows with or hanging out? I mean, if you had to pick a guy right at, right, right after the coronavirus, you got to pick one guy like, all right, we're going to go do this tour. Like, well, I mean, me, me, me and Florentine had the time of our life when we toured because we were fucking, we were like rock star. We'd fuck everything, every strippers, <laughs> everything, pull trains, fucking yeah. everything. And that's how it was. And, uh, but you know, it's a different time. You know, it's like, you know, I'm married now and fucking, you know, I've done everything. So I think that's, like, I think that's what makes it so special to guys, like guys like me and, and, and that are part of the podcast world. When we see your name pop up on someone's show, you're like, here we go. I, I'm going to hear some, some stories. And so you, in that moment, you kind of get to like, put yourself in that situation, especially when you're listening with the headphones working or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you get to kind of reflect on, on a time on what it once was, you know, until you have to take those headphones out and, and think about, you know, how times have changed. So I think that's like something special, man. That's really cool. Yeah, no, it really is because it was, it was amazing. That's why like I have so many fucking, I have amazing stories that, you know, even Norton didn't talk about, you know, some of them he did talk about sometimes Florida didn't talk about in the book. But like, you know, I, I seen them, you know, I, I have, sometimes I know the story more. Right. Yeah. Get some extra or, parts to add. Yeah. And uh, it was like, you know, and, but there's so many more stories and so many stories before I got into comedy, how my life was crazy. Right. So it's like, it's not going to be all comedy, but it's going to be very fucking entertaining the book because I was crazy before I got in this business. This yeah. business calmed me down. That's a scary thing. <laughs> I know. It's, it's weird. I didn't start. I went on stage the first time after I quit drinking. You know, I was bored. I was like, I need, I need an outlet. I need, uh, I need something. I needed to put myself out of a comfort zone. And so that's what I yeah. started doing, you know. And it's just, it's wild to think, like, what it would have been like to go on stage if I was still a drunk. It would have been out of control. I would have been banished, made a horrible name. But I wasn't, well, a, fun, I wasn't a fun person to be around when I drank, you know, so it well, just especially been nowadays, like you, you could be drunk in the late 80s, 90s. Right. You know yeah, I mean? absolutely. That that's like what I mean. Everybody. That gives us a time where, where you could yeah. kind of be an outlaw. And that's what comedy was looked at, you know? Yeah. So when you think about the classic outlaw guys, I mean, you're part of that pack. And, and I think that's, that's something really cool, man. Like one of the last to, that was able to do it, you know, still around and well, we're still doing it, you know. That, that's what, yeah. I mean, it's it's awesome because you can go on a stage and probably get away with a lot more than some of these guys that are wanting to start out or who are only looking for the next Comedy Central special. I mean, I'm sure you guys really never gave a shit about that. You you just want you cared about being funny, you know. Well, you yeah, wanted I up, mean, you, like, you wanted to make people laugh, eating blue cheese out of somebody's asshole. I mean, who thinks of that? It's the most hilarious thing ever. It, it was different, I'll tell you that. But like you know, like once I had my kid. I didn't, I didn't think of going to the city. You know, my life changed. It wasn't right. a big deal about getting on TV or anything like that at that point. It was like, make a living at this and just be there as much as you can. Because that's what I knew from being, you know, my father and mother were always there. So, I mean, no matter what, you fucking, you, you have to make a choice in life. You know what I mean? And that's the way I went. I can hear that how that happens, man. And it's it's gonna be great to, uh, you know, if this whole thing does swing around, if you guys are able to do a tour and and see the reflection of of being able to take the stage again, it's it's who you are, you know. But like you said, the market's probably gonna be overloaded. Uh yeah. You love uh like you love doing you love doing Anthony Cumia's show, right? I always think you two uh, yeah. are great together on there, man. It's just two yeah. guys just chopping it up. You never know what's gonna come out of y'all's mouths, but like you guys just click perfect on that show. 
people are like with Dave. Dave is perfect. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's right. like, it's, it's like you can say anything and they get it right off the bat and they, they create more. You understand? It's like, it's like you can go up there and it's killing, it's killing, killing. And then you go do this. You throw something in and all of a sudden Anthony will get it or Dave will get yeah. it. Now yeah. it goes another way. And that's what, that's what's so great about their show. You know what I mean? It's like you have, when you have great minds, it's so fucking easy. Yeah. You know, like Kevin's show. I love to do it because I, I, I know no matter where he goes, I'm going to be able to follow the madness. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I get it. I get it. If you and don't get it, you're not going to be able, you're not going to be good on these shows. If no, you don't no, get you'll it. flop. You'll get called on and, and it'll be, an, uh, uh, and, and it might not be the fact that you're not comfortable in front of a microphone, but you got to be quick at any moment. You know, yeah, it's you, not like you, you don't get called on. It's it's a matter of right. Let's go. Let's see, a lot of people yeah. would look at it that way, though. Like, oh, I'm I'm gonna get called on, or it's my turn to talk. But you need no. to know like when to butt in and and make a show, you know, everlasting. Keep it flowing. And I think it's that's what's about, great about that. With, with with Anthony and Dave, the show starts. You don't like you know you don't know any whatever you're gonna talk about. On yeah, show. yeah. And that's the way I like it. I, if somebody asks me what do you want to talk about, go, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, I'm never yeah. gonna say anything. So we just start the shows and whatever happens, happens. And that's when you get great radio. If you go, hey, let's do this, let's do this. No, that's not, that's not how you really do the great ones. No, you know? because I, I, there was one show I tried to do like that. I said, hey, I want to do it this way. And uh, we started, we got about six minutes in. I said, no, no, stop, stop, stop. Press yeah. stop, went out, smoked. Breathe a little bit. I said, let's just go on and just, just start rambling. It ended up being, being a funny show to listen to. You know, it was a lot of fun. Just well, that's what it is. Like when Who I knows? We podcast. just started talking about gothic furniture. Who, yeah. you know, out of nowhere, we're pulling up beds that made out of gothic. You know, it looks cool. And yeah, it's hilarious. When I, when I do the shows with uh, Joe Conti and Tensel, right? When we do those shows, we're going to start doing again. I would say, all right, we're going to do 45 minutes. 45 minutes is enough now. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Okay. Right. We get a couple crazy news stories if we need them. I say, I got something. This is what I say before we start. I go, I got something. Just go with me. That's right. what yeah, I yeah, tell yeah. them. Yeah. And they know exactly what, how to follow me because they know from doing it with me. And when you click with people like that, those are the ones that make the shows easy. When so they don't. <clears throat> you're going to get a lot of comments. You're going to get a lot of feedback. It's fun to read that too, uh, especially when you when you're not sure about a guest and you're like wow that was a great show it's always nice to go back and see like good great feedback from other people and then you'll well, see some shows no comments you know it's like ah, i don't know if he'll be back but it's third appearance like what you know what we do we don't like on my podcast with joe and joe, john uh -huh. we don't have guests we right. never did we never will if we had a guest on i would interview them by myself and we clip it into the show yeah because i don't believe in guests because if I have two people, that's the show. You understand? Right. If right. I bring in somebody else in, then it just it doesn't work for what the show is. It kind of makes it a mess too, especially if you're listening with headphones. There's a lot going on. Uh, you know, like the Legion of Skanks, a lot of people are big fans, and I'll listen when somebody I like is on. But as far as the show itself, I mean, there's it's just too much going on at one time. I mean, I can understand why why guys would like it. I mean, it's crazy shit they're talking about on there. But it's too much for me. That's why I was, I've always like, you know, podcasts like yours, just some fellas just chopping it up. You know, let's let's make something funny out of this. Or I always used to love when uh, Artie Lang would go on on his little rants and then all of a sudden 
it would just be out of nowhere. He's just talking in this voice. And the next thing you know, it's 20 minutes have gone by of this bit that he's just talking. And it's like, you know, there's no way he came up with that beforehand. <laughs> That's the key to radio. That's yeah. the key to podcasts. It's just to talk, to be yourself. Like, that's why when I go on, I'm like this. When I'm doing my fucking thing on Twitter, I'm yeah. fucking just me. I'm like, let's go, motherfuckers. I love Come that on. shit, like, man. Like, uh, the first time I saw it, Paul, how long have you been doing that? The Leave the Land Live. That's a new, that's new, right? Yeah, I just started that recently. That's what know? I thought, because I was like, I haven't seen this before. And uh, I honestly thought it was like a little rant video, you know, two or three minutes. So I clicked yeah. on it when it when it came across my timeline. I was like, an hour and a half. I was like, that that's... That's when you know you're a good comic. We used to sit there and fucking talk to the camera for an hour and a half without yeah. any interruptions. Like that's that's all like a lot of people don't would probably not see the, how cool that is, you know? Like they always have to to have somebody to chop with. They just wouldn't be able to sit and just rant. I love it. Well, that's right. You open you open your mind and then you open up. It just opens. You know what I yeah. mean? And you you can go anywhere you want. You got the people there. They write something. If it's good, I'll see it. You know what I mean? I can think and talk and watch this, and I'll make believe I'm crazy, and yeah. I'll fucking go, yeah, yeah, fuck you, you know? And I got <laughs> everything, and I'm hitting, and then I just fucking keep going, and I'm nonstop. And I sometimes when I'm done, I'm like, wow, that was really good. And yeah, I never yeah. say that shit about myself. No, you know? I've had, I've, had it, uh, I've noticed whenever I'm like, man, I don't think that show was that good, and I put it up. People love it, you know, because I guess it was, I came off more. Myself. I wasn't trying so hard, if that makes sense, you know, just being me, yes. you know. You know what it is? When, you know. when you can just talk and have a conversation and it's interesting, it's just as good. You know what I mean? Like I just did one with, uh, uh, what, now I'm fucking missing his name. I was on the show with him. Uh, uh, Derek. Uh, Gaines? Derek. What? <laughs> Who, what show was it? Do you, do you know what network? Me and me and Kumi, Kumi or Dave, and then this guy Derek, Dave, uh, Derek, Derek uh, Gaines. No, no, fuck, uh, white guy, Irish guy. He's fucking brilliant. I, I'm just dropping it. I can't believe I could picture his face, but I just did his show. It'll it'll go out in about a week or so. Okay. It was just an amazing talk. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we were trying to fucking yeah. outdo each other and laugh, and you know what I mean. It wasn't like, you know, punchline, punchline. It was just stories. Right. And it was fucking, I, I said to him, I go, this was one of the best things I've ever done. Hell yeah. Because it was just a nice fucking talk. And yeah. when, you'll see when it comes out what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll sure be looking out for that. Uh, yeah. well, like you said, man, uh, I hope to have you back on the show. I, it means a lot to me that you're one of the first guests on this program. It's taken off. A lot of people are very excited on uh, what SMC is doing out there. Uh, you guys see any, any bullshit drama? I mean, DM, be, don't be afraid to DM me. We'll get to the bottom of it because that's what we do on the show. We name names, you know. We're not hiding here. We're going we're gonna to call you out. If, if, we, if we think you're lying, the fans think you're lying about something, they're going to they're gonna send me the info and I'm going to have to talk about it. I'm not, you know, trying to be an asshole, but, got, I mean, that's what the show is, you know. No, it's great. I mean, it's fun. I mean, that's, you know, it's like fucking uh, nobody – it's like – we're in a business that nobody gets called out on anymore. And right? No, it changed. I used it to love. Really I used changed. to love that shit. That was my favorite stuff on Howard. Whenever uh, you know, you know that he was about to rip into somebody on some bullshit, and it was going to go on for two hours. You're like, oh, that oh, was shit. my next that, two hours. That, that was the best radio. It was, it was the greatest. But he's just yeah, just calling him out. No retention. 
<laughs> there was times where I, I left there and went to the hotel down the block and they had to call me to see if I was all right because I wanted to kill people. Oh, but my God. But that's what makes great radio. Yeah, you you, I mean, don't, you go back and listen to those clips now. You're like, why did times have to change? But, but then it, also maybe it didn't make it as that special. Maybe that's something that could only happen once in life, something like as, as big as that. You know? Well, that's what it is. There's periods of shows that just click. Right. And that was one of them, you know, when Artie was sitting in a chair and oh. everybody, it was brutal. It was fucking brutal. It was the best. I still listen to shows that I've heard 10 times, you know, that some of yeah. the greatest fights. I just love it. You know, I'm just, yeah. I'll just sit there and listen to it. Like, how? It's so good. It's like, yeah, it's, like, it's almost like that you can't write something like that. It's just, and that's what I always liked about radio. You know, it's just great. Yeah, we would get called, like, if somebody got called out on, somebody said something, we kept it to ourselves, went in there and go, I got something real good. Yeah. Trust me. Go in there, fucking, or they do that to me, or we do that to anybody. And it just went fucking haywire. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after a while, like, you know, how it would trust you. Even if you just told them a little of it, you'd be like, all right, save it. And right, that's, right. that's what you do. You save it. You never talk about it because the first reaction is the best reaction. Yeah. And that's why... Kevin's show is great because he his first reaction is that fucking right then reaction. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's saving it all for the air. And it's all honest. And it's not, he's not going to fucking, he's not going to soft coat anything, sugarcoat no. anything Absolutely at all. Absolutely not, no. It's going to go the other way. So basically, if you fucking, if you put, if you throw a fucking little hand grenade somewhere near him and it goes off, and it didn't kill him, he's gonna fucking destroy you. And that's that's what's great. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? You're giving him the ammunition to fucking to do it. And people do it. And like you just know that he's like some person that's not going to fucking sit on it and just think. And that's what I love about him too, because he could have gotten attacked by Gary Goldman in the cellar bathroom and kept it quiet. No, next yeah. show. Hour and a half. That's what we're talking about. You know, absolutely. I mean, because just the fact that a comic would come after you after something you said on a radio show, like, come on, man. Like he it, said, it, when I was on one day, he said he was. He said something about a guy on Saturday Night Live. I forget the guy's name. Uh, yeah, I know, I know who you're talking about. I, I don't remember his name. Uh, and uh, I know, and I know who it is. He's seen him outside. He goes, "I got a problem with you talking about me." And Kevin goes, "You? What do you mean talking? You, you're talking about me on your show." And he goes. You listen to my show? Yeah, yeah. And then he knocked the tea out of his hand because he because he felt disrespected. I mean, but Kevin's just being truthful. You listen to my show, you know? But that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Who the fuck would think of that in a fucking, when somebody's coming after you, ready to kill you because you said something? You're like, you listen to my show? Like you're a fan? Fucking brilliant. <laughs> brilliant, yeah. brother. Because I wouldn't even remember that episode. It's just like, okay, so he must be listening because... I don't think a lot of people would take clips and just send it to him, especially not the fans of MLC. No, no, that's what it is. It's loyal. He has a loyal fucking uh, cult following. Yeah, it's and a little, it's a little wild. I, I, I like it. You know, I embrace it. No, I like it. I, I mean, I love that style because yeah. it's so fucking honest. And when you have honest radio, that's what people like. You know what I mean? It's like fucking. They can tell when if real people that listen to radio can tell if you're bullshitting or not. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. And that's why, you know, if you're going to be real on there, 
you're going to get people that are going to love what you do. That's it. That's why, that's why it's so great. Uh, you know, Twitter's bad for a lot of reasons, and that ain't one of them, okay? If you're on a radio yeah. program and you're bullshitting, the fans will call you out, and it will, it'll start a trend. And you're going to have to answer uh, for those crimes, you know? Yeah. Lying about how much I, money you have, we're going to have to add. You're lying about writing the Dos Equis ad, you're going to get called out, you know? That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens. I've seen bought. that clip. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. I think we're at a little bit over an hour. Uh, That's all right. I'd, love, you, I'd love to have you again, man. This is a lot of fun. I, 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 you know, next time we'll, we'll tell those old stories. So we, yeah, definitely. I can have yeah, a time we'll, to reflect on them on my own show. That's a little crazy because I remember just listening to that stuff. And Yeah, yeah we'll talk about our, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm open to talk about anything. You got anything you would like to plug uh, th through some of the fans? I know you got Levy Land Live. Watch that. It's hilarious to watch this guy just ramble into, a, into the camera. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, we're going to do we're going to do when the Levy breaks. We're going to start doing that probably next week. I'll have all the links up and that cool, stuff. Yeah. You know, but we're going to start again with the show. It's that I, I'll probably be doing like three shows until fucking whenever this ends. But, you know, to me, it's fun. I, 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 I they are different shows. It's a different me. You know what right, I mean? Right. I, I like that idea a lot. When I first launched this program, yeah. I was going to do that with a different colored ski mask every time, and I kind of let that idea down. I was like, it's a little crazy. Ski mask isn't enough, you know? That's what it is. Stay with the look. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's the color. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I decided to do. Like, after a few, you know, shows went by, I'm, this is it. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. You wear hot pink. You know, now uh, Barry Ribs calls me pinkhead. You know, so he's got, <laughs> he's got a lot of things he wants to say to me on Friday. Because That's gonna uh, be good. yeah, we started a little beef on Twitter. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. He's a good guy, Barry. You know what I mean? Oh Fucking yeah, funny yeah. guy, crazy. I love him. You know what I mean? I I, I root for him. You know, if I, I, I do too. I do too. You know, he's yeah. he's he's genuinely funny to me. You know? Yeah. It, it is. It's it's so. And Kevin's a genius for for kind of just having him on his show because he's able to to put him in that element and make him even funnier. Man, it's it's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. But all right, Bob, I hope to have you back on, man. And I'll be looking out for those links. I'll retweet them. I appreciate you coming on to Ski Mask Collective. You got it, brother. Anytime. All right, man. I'll talk soon. Take care, buddy.